Hello, club members. I'm Kate. And I'm Emma. And I am so excited. It is the, the grand finale of the Creepypasta miniseries. And Emma has no idea what we're covering. And that's I know. incredible. And I have no idea where it's going to go in like the ranking. Like I don't know if I'm going to like it more than Candle Cove or less than Russian Sleep Experiment. Emma, I genuinely don't know where this is going to go because it's not like those two. So Really? Yeah. So it's kind of almost in between. No, maybe it's more towards Russian sleep experiment. So what I'm covering this week is Jeff the Killer, which is such oh, a famous I already love pasta. It. Emma, do you know, what do you know about Jeff the Killer? Like, what Absolutely do you know? Absolutely nothing. But it, it's itching my true crime or it's scratching my true crime itch. I, all right, what do you think it is? Give me your best guess. I think it's about a teenage boy named Jeff who murders people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right? exactly what it's about, but it's about so much more. And I <laughs> plan to spend the rest of this little mini episode talking about him. I'm so excited. I'm ready. Without further ado. So... Jeff the Killer. If if you know him, you know him. He is a major creepypasta character. He's a lot like Slenderman in that what started out as lore and story has sort of grown into something much, much larger. He belongs to everyone. Hmm. Interesting. And he's like he's definitely part of the creepypasta verse. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I do in that like I know that there is a creepypasta verse. I don't in that I've never heard of him in my entire life. And was like, I'm here for you, but I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's the exact energy I'm giving to you. He absolutely lives in the Slender Mansion. Does that like does that give the vibe I'm trying to give? He lives in the Slender Mansion? Oh my god. Okay. Sometimes I forget who I'm talking to. Is that so, supposed to mean something to me? Yes. Okay, so if you're new to creepypastas, creepypasta is basically like online horror stories that are very fictional and are mostly Shared by children, I would say, or like young adults. And um, Slenderman is the biggest, most famous one that everybody knows. Everyone knows about fucking Slenderman. He's a huge deal. Now, Slenderman <laughs> became part he's of... He's a huge deal. He is. He's a huge deal. We have a whole other mini episode about Slenderman. Yeah, we do. A whole other... Mi- about the true crime about Slenderman. Go listen to it. But Slenderman is but the beginning. There are so many different characters like that that are huge parts of online like creepy pasta lore like fake stories that everybody shares everyone's talking mm-hmm. about at the eighth grade lunch lunch table and one of them that is equally big as slender man is jeff the killer but slender man mm-hmm. is part of his lore there's a slender mansion that's in the woods no that all the um major creepy pasta characters live at you know, that it makes me laugh because that's exactly what I thought it was. I knew. Like yeah, it's- so at first I thought you were just like making like a quippy thing I didn't get. And then I realized. I didn't make this a, up. It was an actual thing. And I was like, are you kidding me? There's literally like a bunch of goons who live in this mansion together. Oh, my God. The Slender Man stabbings, like the teenagers, their whole bit was they were walking to the Slender Mansion in the woods. Mm, why? Why? Okay, I can't get it. I can't. You can't teach me all about Slenderman yet again because I've already repressed it. Tell me about. <laughs> tell me about Jeff. Okay, so Jeff. Jeff is part of that lore. Um, he was a big creepy pasta that came out in 2011, and um, 
it got taken off the creepypasta wiki for not meeting the standards of the website. I don't know what that means, oh. but it's yeah. it's forever been preserved on Did Russian pasta. Sleep Experiment make the website? Yeah, that's still there. So I'm not quite sure why this didn't make the website because I haven't read it yet, Emma. I want you, before you even start, I want you to take a guess of whether or not you think I'm going to like it. I think you're going to love it. Oh, bold. Bold, she says. Hand to her chin, stroking it. (laughs) I had to to really think because I'm like, will she hate it? And I'm like, no. Emma's going to love this. Let me tell you. Let me give you a character synopsis. Okay. Okay. Please do. So Jeff, he is a pale faced, rebellious, emo teenager. (laughs) And he has black hair, spiky hair um, and a white hoodie. And he wears black skinny jeans. (laughs) And he goes insane and he becomes a a serial killer. It's funny because I feel like all of the people who were like wore skinny jeans and were goth and emo were actually probably the gentlest people in the high school. Yeah, you're describing the me. least that likely. Me. Yeah, the least likely to go murder somebody. Those are the but, ones who knew enough to know that high school's fucked up. Those are the ones who were in touch tr- with their emotions. A hundred. You're a hundred percent right. And also, those are those are the ones. That would be obsessed with a misunderstood, rebellious, creepy pasta boy. Yeah, that makes with spike, sense. and that's why he got really big. So a big thing about Jeff the Killer is that tweens were in love with him. I was tweens, about to say, did, did they have a crush on him? Oh, big time! So a big part of his story is that he was bullied, and that's why he turned evil. It, so it made him like a sympathetic villain because he's not really bad. He wants to be good, but society. And but you, society. but society, and Gee, you, willikers. you could change him. So yeah, consequently, you could show him love. Exactly. So consequently, there are now millions of fan drawings and like deviant art and fanfics. So if you're bored one day and really into cringe, grab a friend, pop <laughs> open a bottle of wine, and scroll through Wattpad looking up Jeff the Killer fanfic. Mwah, delightful so chef's kiss. No doubt be you and me in the coming days to weeks. Oh, but first, we need to read the original Jeff the Killer yes. creepypasta. I need to fall in love. I'm I'm ready to be heard again. I'm ready so to be there, So there love. is a photo of Jeff the Killer that is important for the story, kind of. I would like for you to look it up now, though. Okay. So this you can be fully immersed. Jeff the Killer. Looking So this in. photo is of, it's a very, very photoshopped photo of, a guy with a pale white face and a Voldemort nose and sunken yeah. black eyes. <laughs> I think I've seen it. him before. Yeah, not that's like, Jeff. Not like in real life. Oh, I think he lives in my building. <laughs> I think I've treated this patient. <laughs> no, I think it's because he looks like the Babadook. I don't know. Something's, something's clicking here and I don't know what it is. He looks spooky. <laughs> He does look, he looks scarier than I thought he would look. He doesn't look like a human. So that's kind of the only thing that's scary about this creepypasta is this very, very photoshopped photo. But that's all it takes to make something scary when you're like 12. He looks so, scary. Like, uh, he bothers me. I'm not going to lie. This man he bothers, bothers you? Yeah. More than um, the Russian sleep experiment person? Yes, for sure. Really? That was better done. But this is scarier. Inter- interesting. You know okay. what this reminds me of? This, what? This fella reminds me of whenever 
your uncle or your grandpa would be would send you an email back in like the mid 2000s and they'd be like <laughs> you, you have to look really really closely and then and like then you'd this be, pops up and then something pops up after about like 10 seconds um this I feel is like he exactly what this is from yeah i think he would is he in yeah. that car commercial well there's a photo of him outside this little girl's window stop it <laughs> there's some really creepy i wish i could share, show you some of the content that i'm seeing right now um, all i know is all of that all of that is after the official creepy pasta so it's all of the bigger the bigger jeff the killer this is the original story that so many tween girls fell in love with wow he's really scary okay i, I need to i need to close it you don't bothering you, me. you need to be ready to have a crush on him this is important I don't know. You probably shouldn't have shown me that photo if you wanted me to hunk on him. Well, you're going to have to just try extra hard because it's okay. it's time to read Jeff the Killer. I'm ready to be vulnerable. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> it starts with an excerpt from the local newspaper. Ominous unknown. Killer is still at large. That might just be the formatting, but I like reading it that way. <laughs> After weeks of unexplained murders, the ominous unknown killer is still on the rise. After little evidence has been found, a young boy states that he survived one of the killer's attacks and bravely tells his story. The little boy is Jeff. Um, okay. I think you might be right. I'm just trying to figure out what the point of this frame is. How little is the little boy? How old is he? I think you're giving this 12-year-old author too much credit. Okay. <laughs> she didn't think that far in. She didn't okay, paint a so. picture. <laughs> no. It starts with a quote. I had a bad dream and I woke up in the middle of the night, says the boy. I saw that for some reason the window was open, even though I remember it being closed before I went to bed. I got up and shut it once more. Afterwards, I simply crawled under my covers and tried to get back to sleep. That's when I had a strange feeling like someone was watching me. I looked up and nearly jumped out of my bed. There in the little ray of light, illuminating from between my curtains, was a pair of two eyes. These weren't regular eyes. They were dark, ominous eyes. I like that this person really likes the word ominous. Yes. They were bordered in black and just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his <laughs> mouth. A long Jeepers, Mr. <laughs> You're real strong. <laughs> they just plain out terrified me. That's when I saw his mouth, a long, horrendous smile that made every hair on my body stand up. The figure stood there, watching me. Finally, after what seemed like forever, he said it. A simple phrase, but said in a way only a madman could speak. He said, go to sleep. I let out a scream. That's what sent him at me. He pulled up a knife, <laughs> aiming at my heart. He jumped on top of my bed. I fought him back. I kicked. I punched. I rolled around trying to knock him off me. That's when my dad busted in. The man threw the knife. It went into my dad's shoulder. What? <laughs> okay. The man probably would have finished him off if one of the neighbors hadn't alerted the police. Oh, where is the neighbor like, oh, hello there. I see this you're being murdered. This is such a strong intro. He continues. They drove into the parking lot and ran towards the door. The man turned and Wait, ran. Why are they in a parking lot? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't what? know. They Maybe it's an apartment complex. 
they ran they they're in the parking lot and then they ran towards the door the man turned and ran down the hallway i heard a smash like glass breaking as i came out of my room i saw the window that was pointing towards the back of my house was broken <laughs> what the window that's pointing towards the back of their house is broken the don't worry about it you gotta keep neighbors going neighbors windows <laughs> gotta keep going Okay, no, don't linger. As I came out of my room, I saw the window that was pointed towards the back of my house was broken. I looked at it to see him vanish in the distance. I can tell you... Oh, his back window was broken. Yes, the back of his house. I'm I'm following. I can tell you one thing. I will never forget that face, those cold, evil eyes, and that psychotic smile. They will never leave my head. Police are still on the look for this man. (laughs) I love that these creepy pastas are, they're like in a fit of creative passion. And then like, as soon as they finish the story, they're like, well, that's done. And they just immediately submit it. They don't reread it. Submit. They upload. <laughs> they're like, well, that's done. I'm glad I did that. Ooh, glad I got that out of me. I need it. It was in there. <laughs> yeah. Police are still on the look for this man. If you see anyone that fits the description in this story... Please contact your local police department. I like that it's going for like maybe this is real thing, but like just a little. <laughs> They're not really committing to it. Jeff and his family had <laughs> just moved into a new neighborhood. Who's Jeff? When did that character get introduced? <laughs> I don't know. Now, immediately, urgently, right now, presently, he has been. I bet introduced. he's not related to the murders at all. <laughs> no way there's no way this totally man's different. missing I, there's a murder on the loose anyway so there's a anyway jeff. <laughs> anyway jeff jeff and his family had just moved into a new neighborhood his dad had gotten a promotion at work you know at work and they thought you it know would how be they best do at work to, and they thought it would be best to live in one of those fancy neighborhoods it would be best jeff and his brother it's Liu. Not- <laughs> It's not what I want or you want, but it's what's best. (laughs) It's what's best. We should live in one of those fancy neighborhoods. Jeff and his brother Liu couldn't complain, though. A new, better house. What was not to love? As they were getting unpacked, one of their neighbors came by. Hello, she said. I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Kate, you said that like you were a Mormon. Hello. From the Book of Mormon. that's That's how I'm... That's how that's how I feel about Barbara. I feel like she's very Mormon, Mormon, religious. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Very religious. Hello. She said, I'm Barbara. I live across the street from you. Well, I just wanted to introduce myself and to introduce my son. There are so many characters. She turns around and calls her son over. Billy, these are our new neighbors. Billy said hi and ran back to play in his yard. Well, said Jeff's mom, I'm Margaret. <laughs> And this is my husband, Peter, and my two sons, Jeff and Liu. I like that we get the entire family tree right yeah. now. They each introduced themselves, and then Barbara invited them to her son's birthday. <laughs> Barb's such a doll. Jeff and his brothers were about to object when their mother said that they would love to. When Jeff and his family are done packing, Jeff went up to his mom. Mom? Why would you invite us to some kid's party? If you haven't noticed, I'm not some dumb kid. (laughs) Yeah, mom. Get quick with it. Yeah. Jeff, said his mother, we just moved here. We should show that we want to spend time with our neighbors. Now we're going to that party, and that's final. 
Well, then. Jeff started to talk, but stopped himself, knowing that he couldn't do anything. Whenever his mom said something, it was final. <laughs> <laughs> this is such an innocent, um, it's such an innocent mind writing this story. It's perfect. I have no notes so far. He walked up to his room and plopped down on his bed. He sat there looking at his ceiling when suddenly he got a weird feeling. Not so much of a pain, but an a urge. weird feeling. An urge to kill. <laughs> an urge. <laughs> I think that's... that. I, you think that's what it is? Yeah. It has to be, right? Have you read this? He dismissed it. It has to be. He dismissed it as just some random feeling. He heard his mother call him down to get his stuff, and he walked down to get it. <laughs> the writing. Well, I'm so glad that he, he followed through on that. <laughs> I needed you to clarify. The next day, Jeff walked down the stairs to get breakfast and got ready for school. <laughs> these these stairs are getting a glow up in this story. <laughs> They're so critical to the story. They're very, very prevalent. As he sat there eating his breakfast, oh no, he once again got that feeling. This time it was stronger. Energy. In earth, <laughs> it gave him a slight tugging pain, but he once again dismissed it. As he and Liu finished breakfast, they walked down to the bus stop. They sat there waiting for the bus. <laughs> and then he got the feeling again. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> they sat there waiting for the bus. The and, then and he got the feeling again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to be the whole thing? <laughs> until he just pulls out a knife and stabs someone? <laughs> yeah, until he just had a good poop and then he felt better. Oh, no, we're both wrong. It says they sat there waiting for the bus, and then all of a sudden, some kid on a skateboard jumped over them, only inches above their laps. All right, Only Bart inches Simpson. above their laps. I know. They both jumped back in surprise. Hey, what the hell? Hey. The kid, hey. The kid landed and turned back to them. He kicked his skateboard up and caught it with his hands. Oh, my God. It's so tedious to read. It's very the, tedious. He didn't oh, catch it with his foot this time. This time he used his hand. It's like every single movement these characters it's make. I need detailed. a play-by-play. Play. The kid seemed to be about 12, one year younger than Jeff. Oh, shit. Jeff is only 13? Whoa. Oh, we're getting more info on the kid. He wears an air... A Aeropostale shirt and oh ripped God. blue jeans. <laughs> That's a very realistic touch. Did I not mention that this originally came out in 2011? You didn't have to. I really didn't. Well, well, well. <laughs> oh, no. It looks like we got some new meat. The the kid, the Bart Simpson who skateboarded over them in his Aeropostale shirt. All these kids are, it's funny because these kids are talking like 30-year-olds riding kids, but it really it's like a 12-year-old riding as kids so it's very confusing how she's so off and how kids act okay listen dialogue is difficult but especially if you're 12 <laughs> well 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 oh but wait not emma suddenly two other kids appeared one was super skinny and the other was huge <laughs> that's really fun this is okay well since you're new here i hope they don't they're gonna be really bad about the big kid aren't they <laughs> Don't judge this author. I bet that he's very woke for 2011. This is going to be really bad. It continues. Well, since you're new here, I'd like to introduce ourselves. Over there is Keith. <laughs> How much you want to bet Jeff. someone steals food from the, the larger one steals food or something horrible? 
I'm really worried, Emma. I think that I think that's I exactly bet Keith what's going to happen. Small one. No, Keith. Jeff and Lee looked over to the skinny kid, Keith. Oh, okay. He had a he had a dopey face <laughs> that you would expect a sidekick to have. Shit. Don't call it out. And he's Troy. They looked over at the fat kid. <gasps> Talk about a tub of lard. No, they didn't. Emma, what the fuck? Can I read this? this? What the hell? I don't think I can read this. This kid looked like he hadn't exercised since he was crawling. Why is this, why is this writer bullying this fictitious character? I don't know. Because, okay, one thing I do know about Jeff, I have not read this, but I know that Jeff gets bullied. So, like, that's, like, his origin story. So, I well, worry he's, like, like bullying his bullies. It sounds like Jeff's bullying this guy. Sounds like Jeff had it coming, honestly. Also, you don't know how often he exercises. Mind your own. Team Keith and Troy, honestly. I hope they I hope they decimate Jeff. <laughs> and I said the first kid. Oh, that's right. The the, the ringleader. <laughs> He's like Am Randy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. And I said the first kid am Randy. It was now, funny because that's like <laughs> Naked King and I reference. Like, because you were doing it with your hands on your hips. And then he goes, am Randy. And I was like, wait, what? I am Randy. Now, for all the kids in this neighborhood, there's a small price for bus fare. They're shaking them down. If you catch my drift. Wink. Leo, yeah, Leo stood up, ready to punch the lights out of the kids' eyes. <laughs> When one of his when one of his friends pulled a knife on him, <laughs> Jesus, tisk tisk tisk. I had hoped you would be more cooperative, but it seems we must do this the hard way. I like that this is like a mafia. Like How a old are these kids? <laughs> I, they're supposed to be twelve. The kid walked up to Liu and took his wallet out of his pocket. Jeff got that feeling again. Now it was truly strong, a burning sensation. He stood up. But Liu gestured him to sit down. Jeff ignored him and walked up to the kid. Listen here, you little punk. <laughs> Give back my bro's wallet or else. My bro's Randy, wallet. My bro. Randy put the wallet in his pocket and pulled out his knife. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> and, oh, and what will you do? Just as he finished the sentence, Jeff popped the kid in the nose. As Randy reached for his face... His face. Jeff grabbed the kid's wrist and broke it. Uh. He just broke it. Randy screamed and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Jeff was like a Navy SEAL apparently. Randy screamed and Jeff grabbed the knife from his hand. Troy and Keith rushed Jeff, but Jeff was too quick. He threw Randy to the ground. Keith lashed out at him, but Jeff ducked and stabbed him in the arm. <laughs> Kate, this is I only going to get worse. For Jeff is only going to escalate. I think we know where this is headed. I get kind of, but like, honestly, it's just like, I think Jeff is the bad guy a little bit. Yeah, he like, seems to have an unhealthy urge that he's enjoying. To stab people? To stab 12-year-olds? Yeah. Don't worry, he hasn't gotten to Troy yet. He just punched Troy straight in the stomach and Troy went down. As he fell, he puked all over. Liu could do nothing but look in amazement at Jeff. What the no, fuck? this is not cool, kids. No, Liu. No, this Jeff is a Don't bad Don't beat kid. people up. Jeff, how'd you? That's what 
all he said. Okay. <laughs> that is all he said. It's the most he said. Is all he said. <laughs> they saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing. Yeah, rightly oh, so. I, I think what, was, he, what the author was trying to get at was the person felt sick and wasn't able to get out a full sentence. And they're like, how'd you like that? Oh, okay. That's okay. what they're trying to do. Well, they need you to make just, sure that hey, they don't get falsely like, blamed. You just need to tune in. <laughs> I just need to <laughs> pretend that I'm a little dumber. <laughs> okay, continue. They saw the bus coming and knew they'd be blamed for the whole thing. So they started running as fast as they could. As they ran, they looked back and saw the bus driver rushing over to Randy and the others. Oh my God. <laughs> Even the bus driver's like, what the fuck happened here? As like Jeff and Liu made it- up blood. <laughs> I know. And Jeff and Leo are like, we better get out of here. Yeah. They're going to blame us. <laughs> okay. As Jeff and Leo made it to school, they didn't dare tell what happened. Yeah. I would suggest not. Yeah. Your lawyers would tell you, yeah, keep that urge. <laughs> All they did was sit and listen. Leo just thought of that. At, oh, wait. Hold on. Leo just thought of. No, that's what it says. Leo just thought of that as his brother beating up a few kids. But <laughs> Jeff knew it was more. It was something scary. As he got that feeling, he felt how powerful it was. The urge to just hurt someone. Okay. He didn't like how it sounded, but he couldn't help feeling happy. Uh. He felt that strange feeling go away and stay away for the entire day of school. Even as he walked home due to the whole thing near the bus stop. <laughs> and how now he probably... Even the author is getting lazy. <laughs> like... You know the whole thing. I don't want to go back into it. The whole thing near the bus. You know, you were there. You were there. And how now he probably wouldn't be taking the bus anymore. He felt happy. When he got home, his parents asked him how his day was. And he said in a somewhat ominous voice, new Jeff the Killer drinking game. You just drink every time they say ominous. I'm into it. That's the that's the only rule. And anytime Jeff does something that is obviously in the wrong, those are the two <laughs> rules of the Jeff the Killer drinking game. Getting choice. All right. So we're like, can we, we're like five shots in right now because this author love, just figured out the word ominous yeah. and they are not letting it go. And in somewhat ominous voice, it was a wonderful day. Next morning, he heard a knock at his front door. He walked down to find two police officers at the door, his mother looking back at him with an angry look. Jeff? These, op- these officers tell me that you attacked three kids, <laughs> that it wasn't regular fighting, and that they were it stabbed. It wasn't regular fighting? What does that mean? <laughs> Listen, that it wasn't regular fighting, and that they were stabbed. Stabbed, son. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Jeff's gaze fell to the floor, showing his mother that it was true. Mom... They were the ones who pulled the knives on me and Liu. Son, said one of the cops, we found three kids, two stabbed, one having a bruise on his stomach. And we have witnesses Weak. Proving, that you, proving that you fled the scene. Yeah, don't lead with the stabbings before you talk about someone having a bruise. These guys were stabbed and this one has a bruise. <laughs> That's what now, what does that tell us? Jeff knew it was no use. He could say him and Liu had been attacked, but then there was no proof of it was not them who attacked first. Jesus, this is so hard to read. <laughs> they couldn't say that they weren't fleeing because truth be told, they were. Correct, Jeff? 
So Jeff couldn't defend himself or Liu. <laughs> Son, call down your brother. Jeff couldn't do it. Since it was him who beat up all the kids, Jeff is learning to accept what he has done. We're proud of you, Jeff. Yeah. Sir, it, it was me. I was the one who beat up the kids. Liu tried to hold me back, but he couldn't stop me. The cop looked at his partner, and they both nod. Well, kid, <laughs> looks like a year in juvie. What? I'd like to, I just want to point out that juvie is spelled capital J-U-V-Y. <laughs> and that is the most delightful thing That's I've really, seen all really day. really adorable. Well, kid, looks like a year in juvie. Wait, says Liu. They all look up to see him holding a knife. <laughs> <laughs> the officers pulled their guns and locked them on Liu. <laughs> what? This just escalated. Liu says, Liu says, it was me. I beat up those little punks. Have the marks to prove it. <laughs> he lifted up his sleeves to reveal cuts and bruises as if he was in a struggle. Son, just put the knife down, said the officer. Do the right thing, son. Do the right thing. <laughs> Do the right thing, son. No. <laughs> Liu held up the knife and dropped it to the ground. He put his hands up and walked over to the cops. No, Liu, it was me. I did it. Jeff had tears running down his face. Huh. Poor bro. Trying to take the blame for what I did. <gasps> Twist. Well, take me away. The how police is, led Liu out to Liu? the patrol car. I think like 11. <laughs> Whoa. I, I think he's... Because Jeff is 13 and Liu is his little <laughs> brother. He's like ready for the clink. Like, he, just, he is. He's like, I'm ready to do the time. <laughs> 11. It's just funny that they're like... All right, we're taking you to prison. I mean, Juvie. We're going to prison. And the mom's like, well, <laughs> if he really stabbed those children. <laughs> Liu, tell them it was me. Tell them I was the one that put up those, who beat up those kids. Jeff's mother put her hands on his shoulders. Jeff, please. You don't have to lie. We know it's Liu. You can stop. <laughs> Jeff, you know you're my favorite. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Poor Liu. Liu's doing Liu. this like you really can... dramatic like the act of love for his brother and, she, and the, <laughs> she's like yeah that makes sense she's like <laughs> she's like good riddance we to never him. trusted him he was a bad we never trusted that kid <laughs> on you jeff our precious boy jeff watched helplessly as the cop car speeds off with liu inside a few minutes later jeff's dad pulled into the driveway seeing jeff's face and knowing something was wrong son son what is it Jeff couldn't answer. His vocal cords were strained from crying. Instead, Jeff's mother walked her father, his walked his father inside. Vocal cords strained from crying. Yes. Instead, his mother walked walked his father inside to break the bad news to him. As Jeff wept in the driveway, after an hour or so, Jeff walked back into the house, <laughs> seeing that his parents were both shocked and sad and disappointed. He couldn't look at them. He couldn't see how they thought of Liu when it was his fault. He just went to sleep, trying to get the whole thing off his mind. <laughs> Me too, man. Me too. Don't worry about it. Two days went by with no word from from Liu at JDC at the juvenile detention center. <laughs> you know. Down to no one, you know. He's in the clink. 
no friends to hang out with, nothing but sadness and guilt. That is until Saturday when Jeff is woke up by his mother with a happy sunshiny face. Jeff, it's the day, she said as she opened up the curtains and let light flood into his room. What? What's today? asked Jeff as he stirs awake. Why, it's Billy's party. You forgot about Billy's party, didn't you, Emma? Did What? Yeah, it's time for Billy's she party. She not shit about that other kid. She's like, good riddance. That's Liu. We don't, we don't care about him. He's in juvie now. He's not our problem. He's not our problem. We're moving right along. It's time. He's it's like the day of Billy's party. He's probably getting a prison tattoo right now. <laughs> it's a, Yeah, he's getting like a, a poke tattoo and drinking toilet wine. But mm-hmm. God damn it, it's the day of Billy's party. Mom, you're joking, right? You don't expect me to go to some kid's party after. There was a long pause. Jeff, we both know what happened. I think this party could be the thing that brightens up the past days. Whoa. Now get dressed. We're moving right along. Jeff's mother walked out of the room and downstairs to get ready herself. She's so excited. I think she's repressing some stuff. I think maybe. He fought himself to get up. He picked out a random shirt and a pair of jeans and walked downstairs. He saw his mother and father all dressed up, his mother in a dress and his father in a suit. He thought, why would they ever wear such fancy fancy clothes to a kid's party? I love this part of creepypastas and kids' stories in general, where they talk about what everyone is wearing every scene. They do. I was just thinking about how, like, how as we grow up, we learn, like, what things actually matter in a story and what things can be cut. Yeah, the mom doesn't, it is, I don't care that she's wearing a dress. Yeah. It's okay. I'll figure it out. Son, oh no, this is like a plot point. Son, is that all you're going to wear? Said Jeff's mom. Better than wearing too much, he said. His mother pushed down the feeling to yell at him and hit it with a smile. I think you were onto something, Emma. I think she is a little repressed. She's got some stuff to, to talk out. I have a feeling that she drinks a good Chardonnay at 8 a.m. for breakfast. I think this so, mom. too. And a piece of toast. And a piece of toast. It's breakfast. Now, Jeff, we may be overdressed, but this is how you go if you want to make an impression, said his father. Jeff grunted and went back up to his room. I don't have any fancy clothes, he yelled down the stairs. Just pick out something, called his mother. He looked around in his closet for what he could call fancy. He found a pair of black dress pants he had for special occasions and an undershirt. Okay. When's he, he going to start murdering people? I'm hoping really soon. He couldn't find a shirt to go with it, though. He looked around and found only striped and patterned shirts, none of which go with dress pants. There. Yeah, you can't wear anything with a pattern. <laughs> Finally, he found a white hoodie and put it on. Yeah, that fits better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good job, Jeff. So he, he's got a white hoodie and dress pants. The look. <laughs> You're wearing that, power they both said. That's so ugly. You're wearing that, they both said. His mother looked at her watch. Oh, no time to change. Let's just go. She is. She said as she heard it. On something, and I want, would like to be on that same thing. <laughs> I know. She's got 50s housewife energy. Oh, well, no time to change as she herded Jeff and his father out the door. They crossed the street over to Barbara and Billy's house. I like that it's the mom and the son's house. This is some real mother boy energy. (laughs) Let's go over to Barbara and Billy's house. They knocked on the door and at it appeared that Barbara just. (laughs) 
And at it appeared that Barbara, just like his parents, way overdressed. <laughs> that Barbara. As, <laughs> as they walked inside, all Jeff could see were adults, no kids. The kids are out in the yard. Jeff, how about you go and meet some of them, said Barbara. Jeff walked outside to a yard full of kids. They were running around in weird cowboy costumes and shooting each other with plastic guns. He might as well be standing in a Toys R Us. <laughs> he doesn't like these young kids. No, he doesn't. He's a big kid. He's 13 now. Suddenly, a kid came up to him and handed him a toy gun and hat. Hey, wanna play? He said. Oh my god. I th- that It does it, it says P-W-A-Y. I promise I'm not being gross. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, kid. I'm way too old for this stuff. No, the kid. The kid looked at him with that weird puppy dog face. Please, said Ew, the kid. I don't like it. Fine. <laughs> Fine, said Jeff. He put on the hat and started to pretend shoot at the kids. At first, he thought it was totally ridiculous. But then he started to actually have fun. And he really liked it. might not it. have been super cool. <laughs> he likes it. I hope it's not that early. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my concern. But it was the first time he had done something that took his mind off Liu. Wow, yeah, that was this two is days pretty ago, convoluted buddy. to get to the point where he murders people. Like, <laughs> he's know. having a lot this of ups all and backstory. downs. backstory. Yeah, this backstory is it- pretty much the story. I want to make it very clear to listeners out there who are unfamiliar with Jeff the Killer. This is a humongous creepypasta. Like, I didn't pick this up out of, like, the the bottom of Wattpad or some fanfic site. Like, this is a huge creepypasta that spawned, like, an entire fandom. That's insane. It's absolutely crazy, and I just, we need to talk about it. <laughs> so that's what we're doing today. So... Anyway, that was Liu then. Now we're shooting kids with a toy gun. So he played with the kids for a while until he heard a noise, a, re- a weird rolling noise. Oh, no. Then it hit him. Randy, Troy, and Keith all jumped over the fence on their skateboards. <laughs> they like hopped six Jeff, feet up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Simultaneously, they're back. They're here for vengeance. Jeff dropped the fake gun and ripped off the hat. <laughs> and pulled out Randy his real looked gun. at Jeff with a... Yeah. I'm, mate, honestly... Do you think they're going to pull a gun? Yes. He's going to kill someone. So he, he's either about to stab someone or kill someone in front of his parents is my thought. All right. Let's see. But this is his bullying. This is his origin story. So I bet you think they're going to pull a gun. On, I think they're going to pull a gun on him. Let's see. Okay. Randy looked at Jeff with a burning hatred. Hello. Jeff, is it? He said. We have some unfinished business. <laughs> Randy sounds a little flamboyant, Kate. <laughs> That's how he, very that's how he passive, plays in my head. Very much a pacifist. This is the way that you're... This is, <laughs> he just not seem like he's about to pull out a gun. This is how he appears to me. We have some unfinished business. And I'm going to shoot Jeff, you. <laughs> does that not work for the story? It works for me. Jeff saw his bruised nose. I think we're even. I beat the crap out of you. And you got my brother sent to JDC. <laughs> Randy got an angry look in his eyes. Oh, no, I don't go for even. I go for winning. You may have kicked our asses that one day, but not today. As he said that, Randy rushed at Jeff. They both fell to the ground. Randy punched punched Jeff in the nose, and Jeff grabbed him by the ears and headbutted him. Jeff rushed Randy off of him, and both rose to their feet. Kids were screaming, and parents were running out of the house. Can you imagine someone grabbing someone by the ears? (laughs) 
<laughs> I just like. I mean, just think it through. That's like, how you of, fight, right? Think of what that would look like. Hacha! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bruce Lee. Um, Jeff also, pushed. They literally just jumped into it like a toddler's party or whatever, and. <laughs> started being this yeah all of this is at a child's party okay i'm ready all of this is at like an eight-year-old's birthday party i just want to make that totally clear because i think this is going to escalate oh no i don't go for even headbutt jeff pushed randy off of him and both rose to their feet kids were screaming and parents were running out of the house troy and keith both pulled guns out of their pockets (laughs) we called it it. it. i called it (laughs) we did call it I absolutely <laughs> called it. No one. Oh, my God. No one interrupts or guts will fly, they said. <laughs> In unison, I guess. Randy pulled a knife on Jeff and stabbed it into his shoulder. Jeff screamed and fell to his knees. Randy started kicking him in the face. After three kicks, Jeff grabs his foot and twists it, <laughs> causing Randy to fall to the ground. Jeff stood up and walked towards the back door. Troy grabbed him. Need some help? He picks Jeff up by the back of the collar and throws him through the patio door. As Jeff tries to stand, he is kicked down to the ground. Randy Randy repeatedly starts kicking Jeff until he starts to cough up blood. Oh, my God. These violent tweens. Yeah, they really are. Come on, Jeff. Fight me. (laughs) Do it. (laughs) (laughs) He picks Jeff up and throws him into the kitchen. Randy sees a bottle of vodka on the counter and smashes the glass over (laughs) Jeff's head. (laughs) Fight! He throws Jeff back into the living room. Come on, Jeff. Look at me. (laughs) Jeff glances up, his face riddled with blood. Riddled I was the blood. one who got your brother. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I was the one who got your brother sent to JDC. And now you're just going to sit here and let him rot in there for a whole year. You should be ashamed. I'm going to send you to JC. That's Jesus Christ. Motherfucker. Honestly, Emma, that would that would be the best writing of this entire. <laughs> yeah. I almost called it a fanfic. This entire creepypasta. You should be ashamed. Jeff starts to get up. Oh, finally, you stand and fight. (laughs) I don't know who's talking. Jeff is now to his feet. Blood and vodka on his face. You know, it's just another (laughs) night. (laughs) 13. They're 13 at a child's birthday birthday party. You've never lived. (laughs) You've not woken up with blood and daytime. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see where this goes. Finally, he's up, says Randy, as he runs at Jeff. That's when it happens. Something inside Jeff snaps. His psyche is destroyed. All rational thinking is gone. All he can do is kill. Yeah. He grabs Randy and pile drives him to the ground. He gets on top of him. It, it's like when in wrestling when they like grab them and like body slam them like vertically into the ground. Like a pile driver sounds like an instrument they use to push things into the ground. Probably. I only know it from wrestling. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, that's what happens to Randy because his psyche has snapped. He pile drives Randy to the ground. And tall, like a like a thing you stick in. The no, ground. no, no. That's Keith. You're thinking of Keith. Oh. 
Oh. Randy is. Don't worry. The head honcho. Randy's the head honcho. He's he's in charge. His name's Randy. So he gets on top of him and punches him straight in the heart. No what? <laughs> I don't know that. I don't know that trick. He well, something inside him snapped, so he now can he punched him straight in the heart. The punch causes Randy's heart to stop. As Randy gasps for breath, Jeff hammers down on Wait, him. He's gasping. Oh for my breath, god! But his heart has stopped. Don't worry about it. Punch after punch, blood gushes from Randy's body until he takes one final breath and dies. That's so we just punched Randy to death at the child's birthday party. I just imagine it's like a start-stop button. You just punch the heart and stop it. Punch it again to restart it. <laughs> That's kind of what a precordial thump is, right? Uh, I've never used that it's- in practice, but... That's because it doesn't work, Emma. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to explain what a precordial thump is? No. I've never used a precordial you punch, thump. You punch him in the heart. <laughs> and then it's I guess it's supposed to just jump it. I mean, it's like you're... No. I was trying to like compare it to shocking the heart. I'm like, that's not at all the same. No, not even at all. <laughs> it's like if you're Tom Cruise and you're in a movie, try this. Yeah. But it's something they teach us in school just as a, well, you can always try this thing. <laughs> If the no patient's worries. dead, you can always punch it and see what happens. <laughs> Am I wrong? That's that's how they teach us. No, the way I've always taken off pressure from like codes and things is by being like, I'm not going to kill them. They're already dead. So all I can do is 100%. potentially bring them back to life. Anyway, we're not talking Correct. about codes. That's heavy. I'm off work. Let's. I want to hear about Jeff punching this guy's heart to death. I don't think that we can unpunch Randy's heart to death because he has been pummeled into the ground. That's because blood's coming Everyone out is, of every orifice, according to He's heart. just punching blood out of him. <laughs> Everyone is looking at Jeff now. The parents, the crying kids, even Troy and Keith. I bet especially Troy and yeah. Keith. You just killed their friend in front of him. Although they easily break from their gaze and point their guns at Jeff. <laughs> Who has a gu- Wait, no, the, the friends have a gun. The friends. Jeff sees the guns trained on him and runs for the stairs. As he runs, Troy and Keith let out a let out fire on him. Each shot missing. Jeff runs up the. St- he's like running. Pew pew pew. <laughs> Jeff runs up the stairs. He hears Troy and Keith follow up behind. The parents are not involving themselves, and I am. I fully support <laughs> like, that decision. I, they're like, I'm staying out of this one. I'm staying the hell out of this. As they let out their final rounds of bullets, Jeff ducks into the bathroom. He grabs the towel rack and rips it off the wall. <laughs> Does he have Jesus. droid rage? I don't know. Slip he's him he's got the urge, like, Emma. <laughs> I think that's what the urge is. It's just PCP. Yeah, because PCP, like when people are on PCP, they're like lifting cars and shit. Like they're like way stronger than they should be. I think we just cracked the code of Jeff the Killer. Yeah, someone's. Like, Let's see if they do what he does next. I know, I know something that happens later. Do you really? I don't know when it happens. Oh yeah, I know, I know that he has some facial features that are about to pop up that are important in the canon. Okay, I you know I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how that photo. I don't know how we get from this kid to that photo, but maybe I'm about to find uh, out. I'm pretty sure it's Did abruptly because there's not off? a lot left. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he so he's ripped off the towel rack, and he's in the bathroom. Troy and Keith race in, knives ready. Troy swings his knife at Jeff, who backs away and bangs the towel rack into Troy's face. Troy goes down hard, and now all that's left is Keith. He is more agile than Troy, though, and ducks when Jeff swings the towel rack. 
He dropped the knife and grabbed Jeff by the neck. He pushed him into the wall. A thing of bleach fell down on top of him from the top shelf. A thing of bleach. (laughs) It burnt both of them, and they both started to scream. Jeff wiped his eyes as best as he could. So he's pale because his face got bleached off? A hundred percent. He pulled the towel rack. He pulled back the towel rack and swung it straight into into Keith's head. As he lay there, bleeding to death, he let out a drink. He let out an ominous smile. He let out a smile. What's so funny? He let out a smile. (laughs) Like a little fart. (laughs) He just let it out. What's so funny? Asked Jeff. Keith pulled out a lighter and switched it on. What's funny? He said is that you're covered in bleach and alcohol. <gasps> Jeff's eyes widened as and Keith he set threw him the on fire. As soon as the flame made contact with him, the flames ignited the alcohol in the vodka. You know how there's alcohol oh, in vodka? that makes mm-hmm. so much sense. <laughs> While the alcohol burned him, the bleach burned his skin. It's chemistry. Jeff let out a terrible screech as he caught on fire. He tried to roll out the fire, but it was no use. The alcohol had made him a walking inferno. He ran down the hall and fell down the stairs. Everybody started screaming. <laughs> they were chill before this. This is a they, were, they just watched a kid get his heart punched. They just watched someone get murdered. <laughs> they waited patiently downstairs. Everybody started screaming as they saw Jeff, now a man on fire, drop to the ground nearly dead. The last thing Jeff saw was his mother and the other parents trying to extinguish the flame. That's when he passed out. When Jeff woke, he had a cast wrapped around his face. He, there it is. There, this is where the picture comes in. He couldn't see anything, but he felt a cast on his shoulder and stitches all over his body. He tried to stand up, but he realized there was some tube in his arm. And when he tried to get it, when he tried to get up, it fell out, and a nurse rushed in. A and tube is that what in happens at the hospital? <laughs> you know how we put tubes in people's arms? Just tubes. I don't think you can get out of bed just yet, she said, as she put him back in his bed and reinserted the tube. <laughs> we call that an, an IV. <laughs> no, it's a tube. You don't under, you don't know what you're talking about. Jeff sat there with no vision, no idea what his surroundings were. Finally, after hours, he heard his mother. Honey, are you okay? (laughs) Uh, I don't think he is. Jeff couldn't answer, though. His face was covered, and he was unable to speak. Oh, honey, I have great news. After all the witnesses told the police that Randy confessed of trying to attack to you, they decided to let Liu go. This made Jeff almost bolt up, stopping halfway, remembering the tube coming out of his arm. (laughs) He'll be out by tomorrow, and then you two will be able to be together again. Jeff's mother hugs... I'm so glad that that just wrapped neatly up. (laughs) Jeff's mother hugs Jeff and says her goodbyes. The next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. (laughs) That sentence. The next couple of weeks were those where Jeff was visited by his family. Okay. It it hurts me to read it, Emma. Honestly, they came. Then came the day where his bandages were to be. Okay, his bandages are getting removed. His family were all there to see it. What (laughs) he would look like. A lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) As the doctors unwrapped the bandages from Jeff's face, everyone was on the edge of their seats. They waited until the last bandage holding the cover of his face was almost removed. 
Let's hope for the best, said the doctor. Uh. He quickly pulls the cloth, letting the rest fall from Jeff's face. Jeff's mother screams at the sight of his face. Liu and Jeff's dad stare awestruck at his face. What? What happened to my face? Jeff said. He rushed out of the bed and ran to the bathroom. He looked in the mirror and saw the cause of the distress. His face. It. It's horrible. His lips were burnt to a deep shade of red. His face was turned into a pure white color and his hair singed from brown to black. He couldn't have just had black hair. It's burnt. <laughs> he slowly put his hands to his face. It had a sort of leathery feel to it like, now. Where did my nose go? He looked... <laughs> he has no nose. He looked back at his family, then back at the mirror. Jeff, said Liu. It's not that bad. Not that bad, said Jeff. It's perfect. His family were equally surprised. Jeff started laughing uncontrollably. His parents noticed that his left eye and hand were twitching. Uh, Jeff, are you okay? That's the line. Okay. I've never felt more happy. Ha 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 ha. Look at me. This face goes perfectly with me. He couldn't stop laughing. He stroked his face, feeling it, looking at it in the mirror. What caused this? Well, you may recall that when Jeff was... <laughs> what? <laughs> explaining it. They're explaining it. Well, you may recall that when Jeff was fighting Randy, something in his mind, his sanity, snapped. Now he was left as crazy as a crazy killing machine. That is, his parents didn't know. <laughs> Um, doctor don't worry about it doctor said jeff's mom is my son all right you know in the head <laughs> oh yes <laughs> oh yes this behavior is typical for patients what? that have taken a very large amount of painkillers is he all right in the head <laughs> <laughs> is his noodle all right is his noodle straight now says, if his behavior doesn't change in a few weeks bring him back here <laughs> You can just turn him. Oh, to the thank hospital. you. Just, just turn him. <laughs> Sounds like for a, a money back guarantee. I know, doctor. Oh wait, no. Oh, thank you, doctor. Jeff's mother went over to Jeff. Jeff, sweetie, it's time to go. Jeff looks away from the mirror. His face still formed into a crazy smile. K, mommy, ha ha ha. His mother took him by the shoulder and took him to get his clothes. His mom's like, I'm not dealing with this shit. I'm gonna repress it. <laughs> She's like, I'm I gonna need put it down. <laughs> I'm going to push that down to the bottom where I push everything and it's going to be fine. This is what he came in, said the lady at the desk. Jeff's mom looked down to see the black dress pants and white hoodie her son wore. Now they were clean of blood and now stitched together. What? Okay. I know that this is, I know this is an, an iconic outfit for Jeff the killer. This is a big deal that he's where he wears dress pants and a white hoodie. But now they're stitched together. Jeff's mother led him to his room and made him put his clothes on. <laughs> Is he naked? Put those clothes on. <laughs> He's just wandering around naked laughing. Then they left, not knowing that this was their final day of life. <laughs> Later that night, Jeff's mother woke to a sound coming from the bathroom. It sounded as if someone was crying. She slowly walked over to see what it was. When she looked into the bathroom, she saw a horrendous sight. Jeff had taken a knife and carved a smile into his cheeks. Um, have Jeff, they, are they familiar with the Joker? Is it right? It's a writer of this story. Completely unrelated, I'm sure. Totally different. I thought about You're that confused. with the weird, like, I, yeah, the ha 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 and the being maniacal. This is definitely Joker inspired, but it's different. <laughs> it's different. 
or is the dark knight inspired by jeff the killer hey hey there you go sue christopher jeff what are you doing sue him jeff what are you doing asked his mother i would love oh sorry i would love to watch a movie where um what's his name christian bale plays jeff the killer um i'd love to see him try to play a 13 year old boy (laughs) i would pay any amount of money to see (laughs) this movie fully produced especially uh, there's only a couple of lines left i wonder what he's gonna do jeff what are you doing jeff looked over to his mother i couldn't keep smiling mommy it hurt after a while now i can smile forever jeff's mother noticed his eyes ringed and black jeff your eyes (laughs) his eyes were seemingly never closing i couldn't see my face i got tired and my eyes started to close I burned out the eyelids so I could forever see myself, my new face. Jeff's mother slowly started to back away, seeing that her son was going insane. Honey, I think he's gone. Yeah. What's wrong, mommy? Aren't I beautiful? Yes, son, she said. Yes, you are. Let me go get daddy so he can see your face. She ran into the room and shook Jeff's dad from his sleep. Honey, get the gun. <laughs> We's, we're done with him. <laughs> we're done with him. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best. The juxtaposition of you are be- like this woman who has been on the edge the entire story. <laughs> this absolute benzodiazepine mommy right, na- right here. And she's like, she's like, you look great. Let me go tell your dad how great you look. Get the gun. <laughs> That's amazing. (laughs) Honey, get the gun. We, she stopped as she saw Jeff in the doorway holding a knife. Mommy, you lied. That's the last thing they hear as Jeff rushes them with a knife, gutting both of them. His brother Liu woke up, startled by some noise. He didn't hear anything else, so he just shut his eyes and tried to go back to sleep. As he was on the border of slumber, he got the strangest feeling that someone was watching him. He looked up before Jeff's hand covered his mouth. He slowly raised the knife, ready to plunge it into Liu. Liu thrashed here and there, just here and there, (laughs) trying to escape Jeff's grip. Shh, said Jeff. Just go to sleep. That's the end of the creepypasta. Amazing. (laughs) Emma Space. I have so many emotions. I, I, no, is it I really, as good I want, as you I, thought it would be? Can I have a, a creepypasta about the mom? That's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Emma, this is honestly better than I thought it would be. It was wild. I knew it would be bad. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. I was kind of joking when I said they were going to pull out a gun. I knew that. No, but I was they like, really this did. is the perfect setting. The whole family's there. They're all dressed up for some random reason. They're trying to set the image of these people dressed up really nicely at a kid's party. And then someone's going to pull out a gun. <laughs> wow. Emma, Emma, I have a very tar- I have a very tough question. Okay. Where does this rank with Candle Cove, with the Russian sleep experiment? Just like think back to those, those creepypastas. What if you had to, you know, so I think that this is number ble- two bottle of bleach to your head. Number two. Yeah. OK. So what's number, number one is obviously Candle Cove, because I thought Candle Cove was actually like really well written. Like as I was yeah. like I got I was I got confused when I heard it. And I thought that it was actually like a bunch of people like like kind of like 
playing a part in like a in a chat. Like I truly, I thought it was very believable. And then, um, yeah, I'm like, it was obviously so good because they literally did like a sci-fi show about it. And then with Russian sleeve experiment, it was a little bit, I mean, it was bad shit, but like <laughs> there were certain parts <laughs> that were really repetitive. Like the surgery part went on for goddamn ever. <laughs> it did. It and like yeah, this person's heart sped up and this person was immune to pain medicine and this person it was just like a lot um and this one i have to give it credit for at least having a full storyline that had a beginning a middle and an end it did um, and so uh, this is number two for me number two you know here's the thing russian sleep experiment the bottom obviously it's trash yeah. but like this one is so beautiful <laughs> it's it really makes it's me feel so, like a kid again. This is the essence of creepypasta. It's, and it's also the essence of creepypasta for me in that it's so horrible, but it's so it's such a good representation. It makes me cringe almost because it reminds me of oh, how I wrote when I was like in second grade. I know this person's not in second grade, but like it does remind me of that whole and then I woke up vibe. A hundred percent. What everyone's wearing. I don't know. It's a work of art to me, but I have to agree that Candle Cove is the better story <laughs> it's objectively a good like interesting it's just a really good creepy pasta it's and just a really honestly, original a, very original this um this is also unique in its own way and i love it and i'm glad we covered it me and too. i hope it's okay that i did that but no i'm, it's, I'm it's here for it i um next time i have a drink i'm gonna be um thinking of the wine mommy from oh my god Jeff's wine next mommy. time you have a drink you need to go on Deviant Art and look up Jeff the Killer art because people are obsessed with this guy. Yeah, um, it makes a lot more sense now. The fact that he his eyes were so weird, it's because they literally burned out his eyelids somehow. Um, it's because they started with the photo first and they wrote the story after. <laughs> ah, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I think. But you're yeah, right. that's that's Jeff the Killer, and I want to just get, I want to say thank you to everyone for letting me do this like mini series of creepy pasta. I've never had anyone to talk to about creepy pastas and i've just had all all this gold i've been sitting on yeah i'm so excited that i get to share it let us know if you um if you liked the creepy pastas i'm so curious to see if people would be interested in more of this or people are like that's enough that's enough that's enough <laughs> three that's was enough. plenty <laughs> um, so I'm so no more let us know um and that's all that we have today but uh until then stay spoopy stay spoopy guys bye